the God of the mightiest prophets of Israel. They have raised it. That's what they are saying in that worship song. What a mighty time in the history of the church. So people, let us get started with our service, our Friday night service. And so last time what we saw, we were looking at the book of John chapter 12. And I told you that we'd covered half, only half. And we have a long way to go to complete that book, uh, uh, the, the, the book of John 12, that chapter. Because what is there is a gold mine that we are mining and transmitting to the church. And we saw very clearly we saw that the Lord is using all the transactions, transmission from there to define the bride. And we saw that the last week arrived for Jesus on this earth. Our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. That after they had the dinner in Bethany, where the nerd, the pure nerd was poured on his feet. At that dinner, then we saw that there was a grumbling from Judas Iscariot. Not agreeing with that and yet for selfish gains, selfish reasons. And then after that, we saw very clearly that now time came for Jesus to come to Jerusalem. We know that all the time our Lord Jesus whenever he healed when he healed somebody performed a miracle, a wonder he never allowed he did not want those people to spread it to the whole of Israel. And he kept telling them, make sure you don't tell anyone. Throughout his ministry, he did not want people to know. He healed and he said, don't tell anyone. Unless he sent somebody to the chief rabbi that they may get to see that this person has been cleansed of leprosy. But essentially, he never wanted to spread it out. And we see now he resurrects Lazarus Na, within the same span of time. And that 
became a very big wonder as we know na, in the church until today. Na hilo likafanyika ajabu kubwa kabisa kama vile tujuavyo kanisani hadi leo hii. And about two days ago. Na yapata siku mbili zilizopita. The Lord showed me I don't know where I went. Bwana alinionyesha sijui mahali nilikokwenda. Whether I was standing here. Kama nilikuwa nimesimama hapa. But then at one decree I saw a dead body resurrect. Lakini kwa amri moja nikaona mfu akifufuka. About two days ago. Yapata siku mbili zilizopita. I've been trying to conceal this for some time. Nimekuwa nikijaribu ku ficha hii kuiweka hii kwa muda kidogo ahead of us here is a tremendous visitation hii inamaanisha kwamba hapa mbele yetu kuna mtembeleo mkubwa wa ajabu i don't know where sijui ni wapi but i could see where i was standing i could see my feet lakini niliweza kuona in the dream katika ndoto hii niliweza kuona mahali ambapo nilikuwa nimesimama ningeweza kuona miguu zangu na kwa amri moja nikaona mfu huyo akifufuka na ilikuwa ajabu kubwa kabisa watu wengine wakatoroka so i don't know when or where Sijui kwa hivyo basi sijui ni wakati upi na ni wapi. But it's amazing. Lakini yashangaza kabisa. That yesterday I saw healings and I kept coming to you. Ya kwamba Let's hap- begin from there. Ya kwamba hapo jana niliona niliona ponyaji nyingi kabisa na nilikuwa The Lord kwenu. was speaking with me yesterday. Bwana alikuwa anazungumza pamoja nami hapo jana. It was an amazing day yesterday, wonder yesterday. Ilikuwa siku ya ajabu kabisa hapo jana. The Lord would slay me. Bwana alinifanya nilale usingizi. And then he would take me to a place and show me look He is crippled. She is crippled. Na alikuwa ananipeleka mahali na kusemea kwamba tazama yeye ni kiwete huyu ni kiwete. Heal her. Mponye. Heal him. Mponye. And immediately I gained contact with them. Na mara tu nilipokutana nao they were healed waliponywa in the mighty name of jesus katika jina kuu la yesu and then i woke up halafu nikaamka and then i came live on air yesterday halafu nikaja moja kwa moja hewani hapo jana the, the stunning details na nikaelezea vile vipengee hasa vya ajabu and again after i finished halafu tena baada nilipomaliza then again he slayed me halafu tena akanisababisha nilale usingizi god the father was watching like this hiyo inamaanisha kwamba mungu baba alikuwa anaangalia namna hii He speaks to me. Anazungumza na mimi. And brings to the people his people that need healing. Halafu ananiletea watu wake ambao wanahitaji uponyaji. And then he watches. Halafu anaangalia. And he sees me going live on air. Na ananiona nikienda moja kwa moja hewani. Once I have finished. Mara tu nimemaliza. Then he slays me again. Halafu ananifanya nilale usingizi tena. He was watching like this. Kumaanisha kwamba alikuwa anaangalia namna hii. And this time he takes me to a blind or a deaf halafu, or a cripple. Halafu mara hii ananipeleka kwa kipofu ama kiziwi ama kiwete. And he said look she is crippled. Na anasema kwamba angalia nikiwete heal her mponye and then in the mighty name of jesus when again contact mighty name of jesus they are healed halafu katika jina kuu la yesu ninapokutana tena wao namna hii wanaponywa and then again he is he watches halafu tena anaangalia and he sees me going live on air na ananiona nikienda moja kwa moja hewani he doesn't slay me until i've gone live on air hanisababishi nilale hadi nimeenda moja kwa moja hewani when i finish again then again slay me that means he was really watching like this yesterday was a wonder Nikima... a global wonder in the eyes of the nations of the earth nikimaliza tu namna hii kwenda hewani alafu tena ananisababisha nilale usingizi jana ilikuwa siku ya ajabu kabisa kabisa kote kote duniani in the eyes of the nations of the earth katika macho ya mataifa ya ulimwengu it was a big wonder yesterday ilikuwa ajabu kubwa kabisa hapo jana the lord had a real time Bwana alikuwa conversation na, with the nations. Bwana alikuwa na mazungumzo ya moja kwa moja na mataifa. Real time. Mazungumzo ya moja kwa moja. Ilikuwa powerful ya nguvu kabisa hapo jana. And so the, again there was there must have been a message there. He must have wanted probably to let all the nations know how close 
just how close he walks with his friends. Ni lazima awe alikuwa anataka mataifa yote apate kujua jinsi ambavyo anatembea kwa ukaribu sana na marafiki zake. How close these two prophets are to him. Jinsi ambavyo hawa manabii wawili wa Bwana walivyokuwa karibu sana. Combined he wanted to present their their role their central role he takes them say look she is crippled heal her then she gets up that's why i knew the details Ama, of every single healing that is there are many coming up ama pengine alitaka kuwasilisha na kudhihirisha wajibu wao uliomkuu kabisa kabisa na kuwapeleka viweta kusemea kwamba tazama huyu ni kiweta alafu ninamponya hivyo basi kuna mengi mengi kabisa ambaye anakuja and he would say heal her hivyo basi angesemea kwamba mponye and then after that alafu baada ya hiyo show another show another anaonyesha mwingine 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 so that was a very deep conversation yesterday kwa live kwa hivyo haya yalikuwa mazungumzo ya vilindi sana hapo jana moja kwa moja and real time na kwa wakati huo huo moja kwa moja the wonders of this age maajabu ya majira haya for example i see a lady that was blind kwa mfano ninamwona mwanadada ambaye alikuwa kipofu and so when the lord brought me to her na kwa hivyo wakati bwana aliponileta kwake and so totally blind na alikuwa kipofu kabisa kabisa and the lord said look she is blind na bwana akasemea kwamba tazama ni kipofu mponye by voice kwa sauti and in the mighty name of jesus poop her eyes open na katika jina kula yesu poop macho yake yakafunguka i can see i think she has it looks like she has uh, stretched her hair her hair she has combed her hair straight though it may not be straight it's going a bit backwards but she has combed it straight ninaweza kuona ya kwamba amechana nywele yake imenyooka kabisa and then after that i see that she's wearing a black trouser which is like a tube because it's ending at the feet down there like a tube very thin on her very thin like a tube halafu ninaweza kuona ya kwamba amevalia amevalia longi ambayo ni nyeusi ambayo inaelekea kama vile imembana chini pale tafadhali imembana sana i don't have time today because i have a very very long service i don't know when i'll finish yeah, it was like a tube down there ambayo imembana kabisa sana huko chini and it's a black trouser na ni longi nyeusi in the upper piece i don't i think looks like she may even have uh, apart from having uh, uh, um a blouse she may also be having a sweater i think but whitish na huko juu upande wa juu anaonekana kuwa ana sweater the trouser is black hivyo basi longi ni nyeusi so when her eyes open she's able to follow those men she's able to go to them she's able, they, they are trying to run away and she's following them very beautiful moment at that hour wakati macho yake ilipofunguka anaweza kuwafuata hao watu wanaume anaweza kuwafuata ni wakati wa kupendeza kabisa kwa wasa huo Yes yeah, so if you translate slowly you just get the full details. So you see those men are trying to hide from her and she's able to see them and follow them. Hao watu wanajaribu kujificha kutoka kwake. Wanaume tafadhali kwa jina la mfalme. Hao wanaume wanajaribu kujificha kutoka kwake lakini anajaribu anawaona na anawafuata. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so now Kwa hivyo sasa And then I saw another I see another lady she's wearing a skirt that has gathers around her waist it's gathers but it goes down like Cinderella and she was crippled she gets up also and walks the lord takes me there then she gets up and walks halafu ninamwona mwanadada mwingine ambaye amevalia skati ambaye ina makunyanzi lakini ni ndefu yellowish orange yellowish like that around yellowish towards orangish i can see even now ni skati kama ya manjano hivi orange hivi ninaweza kuiona hadi sasa hivi inaenda mpaka chini ndefu and she's crippled And then when the Lord brings me there he says look she's crippled heal her. No yeye ni kiwete na wakati ambapo Bwana ananileta pale anasemea kwamba angalie ni kiwete mponye. By voice. Kwa sauti. And then in the mighty name of Jesus she gets up and I see her learning to walk like this. 
like this just doing that as she's beginning to when she just the moment she just gets up halafu katika jina kule yesu anasimama na anaanza kutembea na ninaona jinsi ambavyo anaanza kutembea mara tu anaposimama and then also halafu tena i see uh, th- this past night i saw another creeper that got up when he gets up he walks but he's still a little bit at that level and the lord says he's going to be stretched up usiku huu uliopita pia nilimuona kiwete mwingine ambaye mwanaume ambaye alikuwa kiwete kabisa na wakati ambapo anasimama ili kutembea kijana hivi mwanaume hivi basi wakati ambapo na ninaona mwanamke mwingine ambaye jana bwana alinipeleka hasa kabisa mahali alipo and she, she's not very thin she's not very fat but she's a little bit uh, medium like this but a little bigger and then when her eyes opens in the mighty name of jesus right there she comes to greet me na yeye sio mwembamba kabisa na pia si mnene kabisa yuko hapo kati to see my hand when her eyes open she comes to greet me halafu wakati macho yake yalipofunguka anakuja na kunisalimia anaweza kuona mkono wake the hand she brings her hand to greet me wakati napatia mkono hivi anachukua mkono wake na ananisalimia then i told her no there is covid halafu nikamwambia hapana kunavyo covid so, so i mean and then uh, so, so but when she's looking when she's following me she's looking sideways so she's seeing but like this the, the face is slightly at an angle sideways lakini, she's looking sideways when the eyes open lakini wakati macho yake yanapofunguka anaangalia upande upande namna hii anaponifuata and many other healings i've seen the lord has shown me within the past 24 hours now, that are going to take place now, there's a big revival coming up na upanyaji nyingi nyingine kabisa ambazo bwana amenionyesha katika chini ya masaishi na nemba yamepita kuna uvuvyo mkubwa unaokuja big revival is coming uvuvyo mkubwa kabisa unakuja hallelujah hallelujah and so When we were here on Wednesday. We were handling the matter in the book of John chapter 12. Tulikuwa tunashughulikia lile swala kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 12 where the Lord is polishing the church. Mahali ambapo Bwana analisafisha kanisa. Na kulitia makali kanisa. Na kulingarisha kanisa. And in John chapter 12. Na kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 12 we saw very clearly. Tuliona kwa wazi kabisa. That the message we saw in Romans chapter 8. Ya kwamba ujumbe tulioona kwenye kitabu cha Warumi 14. Where the Lord again okay in Romans chapter 8 the message we saw there where the lord has predestined the church preordained the church to go through suffering preordained suffering unto his true church his holy church and we saw that when we moved when we came to John 12 That message is repeated. Na tuliona kwamba tuliposonga kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 12 ujumbe huo unarejelewa. That the Lord demands that his church had faith be tested. Ya kwamba Bwana anadai kwamba kanisa lake imani yake ikapate kujaribiwa. That when her faith is tested. Ya kwamba imani yake inapojaribiwa. Then now she qualifies. She is established. Hivyo basi sasa she becomes mature. Hivyo basi sasa anaitimu, anaimarishwa na kukomazwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is what we saw. In a very mighty way. Katika njia kuu kabisa. We saw. Tuliona that the Lord is saying. That each one has to pick up their cross. Ya kwamba kila mtu lazima achukue msalaba wake. 
and crucify self. We saw that in the book of John. Chapter 12. And then we saw that Jesus now makes an entry into Jerusalem. The same our Lord Jesus. That during his entire ministry on the earth. Whenever some, he healed somebody. He did not allow them to go distribute it, transmit it, spread it out, disseminate. He said don't tell anyone. But we saw that now when the triumphant entry arrives. At that same time zone he has resurrected Lazarus. Lazarus has been resurrected. By the Lord. So it has spread far and wide. And one of the mandatory the most important feast that was ordained to Israel. Okay, the most important feast that was ordained upon Israel. The most important feast that was ordained to Israel. The most important. The feast of Passover. That when that feast of Passover arrives. Then the Lord Jesus now prepares to make a way to present himself to Israel in Jerusalem. And he prepares to go present himself to Israel. That Israel, this is your Yeshua. This is your Messiah. This is the anointed one. This is the Lamb of God. This is the King of Salem. To tell Israel that behold, your king comes to you. The Lamb of God. The anointed one of God. The Messiah. So, Jesus that did not want people publicity in the case of uh, go tell people. He says, do not tell anyone. Now, finally, he wants to go to Jerusalem and Jerusalem is full, full of pilgrims from all over the world. When the time came for him now to present himself to Israel, then now he goes to Jerusalem when Jerusalem is full, full, full of people. And so we see the triumphant entry of the Messiah. That's what we saw. And we saw that at that time that the Gentiles also came, those converts. Those who have been converted into Judaism. And among them we saw some Greeks had come. And we saw that the Greeks could see him. But I want to retract it a little bit so that I may be able to bring everybody on board before we start tonight. So that everybody was on board. So now, when he was now 
entering Jerusalem. Wakati ambapo sasa alikuwa anaingia Yerusalemu. As he made his way towards Jerusalem. Wakati alipokuwa anakaribia Yerusalemu. Then he sends two disciples. Halafu anawatuma wafuasi wawili to go and bring a donkey and his colt. Ili kwenda kumleta punda na mwanapunda wake. And bring to him. Na kumletea and we saw that there is great symbolism as to why he used that na tunaona tuliona ya kwamba kunachokiashiria kikubwa ya kwa nini alitumia hiyo why am i passing you through this je kwa nini nawapitisha hii because i am endeavoring to pull for you the most important identity of the church that enters the rapture kwa sababu ninaona ninajitahidi kabisa ili kwamba kuwaletea kitambulisho cha muhimu kabisa cha kanisa ambalo linaingia katika unyakuzi And I'll bring you now. Nami nitawaletea sasa even to the place where the Lord took me into heaven. Hata mahali ambapo Bwana alinipeleka mbinguni. At the breaking of the third seal on the scroll of God. Katika kuvunjwa kwa lakiri ya tatu katika gombo la Mungu. At the throne of God. Katika enzi ya Mungu. And at that place after the lamb of God broke the third seal. Na katika mahali pale wakati mwanakondoo wa Mungu alipoivunja lakiri ya tatu. Then God the Father released the third living creature to come towards me. Halafu Mungu Baba akamwachilia yule kiumbe wa tatu mwenye uhai kuja kwangu. And he came like that. Na alikuja namna hiyo. And when he came he wanted to show me his face so I may be able to identify him his number. Na wakati alipokuja Na wakati alipokuja alitaka kunionyesha. Na wakati alipokuja alitaka nitambulisha uso wake ya kwamba yeye ndiye watatu. And so I saw that he had a human face he's tremendous before the throne of God are you aware? Hivyo basi niliona ya kwamba ana uso kama wa mwanadamu. He has a face like that of man. Ana uso kama ule wa mwanadamu. And yet he is an ox. Na ilhali yeye ni ngombe dume. With hooves. Akiwa na kwato. And so he went this way after I had seen him after he had presented himself to me. Halafu hivyo basi akaenda namna hii baada ya kujionyesha kwangu. And then all of a sudden I realized he was now coming from in front of me. Halafu ghafla binvuni kagundua kwamba alikuwa anakuja kutoka mbele yangu. Right before the throne of God the Father. Moja kwa moja mbele ya enzi ya Mungu Baba. And the lamb is also seated there on his throne. Naye mwanakondoo pia amekaa pale kwenye enzi yake. On the right hand side of the Father. Katika mkono wa kuume wa Baba. And then Halafu When he came to me he spoke with me the third living creature spoke with me Wakati yule kiumbe wa tatu mwenye uhai alipokuja kwangu alizungumza nami Ambaye baadaye alipita right inside the throne of God Ndani ya enzi ya Mungu And as he passed Na wakati alipopita And I looked at him like this Na nikamtazama namna hii As he was going Wakati alikuwa anaenda So he has the face like that of man but he's also an ox Hivyo basi ana uso kama ule wa mwanadamu lakini yeye pia ni ngombe dume Akiwa na kwato And then after that. Hiyo, he went and I heard him call the third horseman of the apocalypse. And then that third horseman came the black horse. And when the black horse came with his rider. There is something about that horse that the Lord wanted to show me. Kuna kitu kuhusiana na huyo farasi ambaye Bwana alitaka kunionyesha. At the throne of God. Katika enzi ya Mungu. And so when they stop. Na kwa hivyo waliposimama. And then he stretched out his wings. These horses have wings. Halafu akapanua kabisa. These are ordinary horses. Halafu akapanua kabisa mabawa zake. Hawa farasi wana mabawa sio farasi wenu wa kawaida. And He is a black horse. But he has white glorious wings so he stretched them out. 
like that. Lakini ana mabawa meupe ya utukufu sana kabisa hivi aliyepanua namna hiyo. And his white wings have glory so they emit glory glory like this. Though at the throne position everywhere is glory. There are clouds of glory everywhere. I think today is the first time I'm saying this. There are clouds of glory everywhere even when you stand. You are standing with inside glory but even the wings have glory. Hivyo basi wakati alipopanua mabawa yake ya utukufu namna hiyo hivyo basi mabawa yake meupe yana utukufu kabisa hivyo basi kila mahali katika enzi ya Mungu ina utukufu no, I said anyhow everywhere around the throne of God there is tremendous glory clouds of glory when you stand some of it reach, reach me around here Hata hivyo kila mahali katika the Lord is communicating with me Hata hivyo kila mahali kabisa katika enzi ya Mungu kunayo utukufu mawingu ya utukufu mawingu ya utukufu kila mahali The glory that covers the throne Na utukufu mkubwa kabisa ambao unafunika enzi Utukufu mweupe kabisa wa utukufu wa Mungu But this black horse Lakini huyu farasi mweusi When he stretched his white wings they also emitted glory wakati, so you could see the clusters of glory living Wakati alipopanua mabawa yake meupe pia ilitoa utukufu mkuu kabisa hivyo basi niliweza kuona utukufu ukitoka pale So and then he was released to the earth. Halafu akaatiliwa hadi duniani. And then he went running all over the earth. Halafu akaenda akikimbia kote kote duniani. And I remember that Uh, that August 23 24 2008 I gave that prophecy in Nakuru Na ninakumbuka hiyo tarehe 23 that immediate weekend Ninakumbuka hiyo weekend iliyofuata tu tarehe 23 24 Agosti mwaka 2008 nilipeana unabii huo Nakuru And I said the Nani... book of Revelation chapter 6 I said global famine global economic crisis essentially Na nikasema ya kwamba kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya sita njaya ulimwengu wote mzima kimsingi In the prophecy that I gave Katika unabii ambao nilipeana And then three weeks later all the global markets crashed and then the globe went into a global economic crisis Halafu majuma matatu baadaye soko zote za hisa zikaporomoka alafu akaingia katika kuporomoka kwa uchumi ulimwenguni kote Yes so yeah so so and so that is what we saw Kwa hivyo hicho ndicho tuliona And so within three weeks all the global financial markets crashed Hivyo basi katika majuma matatu soko zote za hisa zilikuwa zimeporomoka From New York to Shanghai Kutoka New York hadi Shanghai Just a wonder Lilikuwa ajabu And later we found out that they began with the Lehman brothers. Halafu baadaye tukagundua kwamba ilianzia na Lehman brothers. And so the scripture that describes that message. Hivyo basi maandiko ambayo yanaelezea kabisa ujumbe huo. I read for you in the book of Revelation chapter 6 verses 5 and 6. Niliwasomea kwenye kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 6 mstari wa 5 na wa 6. That's why I'm anchoring this message tonight. Na hapo ndipo ninatia nanga ninajenga ujumbe huu usiku wa leo. Before we catch up with John John 12. Kabla tuendelee na kitabu cha Yohana 12. Revelation chapter 6. Kwenye kitabu cha ufuno sura ya sita For this wonderful night. Kwa ajili ya usiku huu wa kupendeza. The book of Revelation chapter 6. Kitabu cha ufuno sura ya sita I'm reading 5 and 6. Ninasoma mstari wa 5 na wa 6. And it says. Na anasema When the lamp opened the second okay, sorry about that. When the lamp when the lamp opened the third seal, Revelation chapter 6 5 and 6 please. Ufuno sura ya sita mstari wa 5 na wa 6. When the lamp opened the third seal Mwana kondo alipoivunja lakiri ya tatu I heard the third living creature say Nikamsikia yule kiumbe wa tatu mwenye uhai akisema Come Joe I looked and there before me was a black horse Nikatazama na mbele yangu alikuwepo farasi mweusi A black horse Farasi mweusi And his rider was holding 
a pair of scales in his hand. That's why you see the global economic crisis that is happening right now also related to coronavirus. That is related to the coronavirus. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, Ndipo nikasikia kile kilichokuwa kama sauti katikati ya wale viumbe wenye wanne wenye uhai ikisema A quart of wheat for a day's wages Kipimo cha ngano kwa mshahara wa kibarua cha siku moja And three quarts of barley for a day's wages Na vipimo vitatu vya shairi kwa mshahara wa kibarua wa siku moja And do not damage the oil and the wine wala usiharibu mafuta ya zaituni wala divai and so now this is so important na kwa hivyo sasa hii ni ya muhimu kabisa the message the lord is transmitting here ujumbe ambao bwana anapeana hapa because he is saying here he defines the rapture church kwa sababu anasema hapa anaelezea anatambulisha kanisa la unyakuzi and he is saying at the time when now the church is preparing to enter na anasema kwamba katika wakati ambapo sasa kanisa linajiandaa kuingia The rider of this horse this horse is black Black talk about that talk For, about scarcity luck famine And then he says the price of wheat will be very high Alafu anasema ya kwamba ile bei ya ngano itakuwa juu sana. The price of bread. Ile bei ya mkate. The price of ugali depending on which country the food you eat will be very high. Bei ya ugali kulingana na jinsi taifa lipi ambalo unaishi na mnakula chakula gani itakuwa juu sana. Because you see that one person goes to work and is able to buy only one quart of wheat, just enough wheat for one person for one day yet there are families like 12 people per family kwa sababu unaona kwamba mtu mmoja anaenda tu kazini na kununua tu anaweza tu kununua kibaba kimoja kwa ajili ya mtu mmoja ambaye inatosha tu mtu mmoja ili hali ni watu wengi kabisa katika familia huenda watu 12 at that time if you look at the average hebrew family families about 12 people so katika wakati huo ukiangalia wale watu ambao wako katika familia ya kiebrania na yapata pengine watu 12 hivi But 12 people per family. Yapata watu 12 kwa ajili ya familia moja hivi. And then he says. Alafu anasema, Do not damage the oil and the wine. Ya kwamba usiharibu mafuta na zaituni. So in that way he divides divides the church into two right away there. Hivi basi katika njia hiyo anagawanya kanisa mara mbili moja kwa moja pale. And he identifies one church as lacking the anointing and the revival of the Holy Spirit. Na anafafanua anatambulisha kanisa moja kama vile kanisa ambalo linakosa roho mtakatifu mafuta. Another one is the church that has oil and wine the oil and wine church na kanisa lingine ni kanisa ambalo lina mafuta na divai kanisa la mafuta na divai that is the revival church hile ni kanisa la uvuvio that is the, the wise virgin hao ni wanawali wa busara that enter into the kingdom of glory ambao wanaingia katika ufalme wa utukufu and that's why the lord is using this at this hour to identify his church na ndio sababu bwana anatumia hii katika saa hii ili kulitambulisha kanisa lake but we saw lakini tuliona that Jesus when it was time now to enter Jerusalem. Ya kwamba Yesu wakati ilipofika sasa wa kuingia Yerusalemu. Now we are going to anchor this message on this vision I've shared at the throne of God. Sasa tunaenda kujenga ujumbe huu katika maono hayo ambayo nimeshiriki katika enzi ya Mungu. When it became time it came time for him to enter Jerusalem then now he goes to present himself to Israel. Wakati ulipofika sasa kwake yeye kuingia Yerusalemu anaenda sasa kujiwasilisha kwa Israeli. And we saw that he wept. Na tuliona kwamba alilia. He wept 
bitterly over that city when he turned and looked at the city he wept over her Aliunilia sana kwa uchungu mji huo alipogeuka na kuangalia mji huo aliunilia sana kwa uchungu Because he, he said kwa sababu alisema all the prophets ya kwamba manabii wote katika historia yote ya kibinadamu has been focal point focusing on this day wamekuwa wakilenga kabisa siku hii all the way from the book of genesis kote kote kuanzia kwenye kitabu cha mungu genesis chapter 3:15 kitabu cha mungu sura 3 woman who crushed the head of the serpent kitabu cha mungu sura 3:15 ya kwamba mbegu ya mwanadamu itagonga kichwa cha yule nyoka and so it did not make sense that they are not able to recognize this hour. Hivyo basi hakuelewa kabisa ya kwamba hawawezi kutambua kabisa saa hii. Yet the entire of human history and all the prophets had focused on this day. In hali katika historia yote mzima ya mwanadamu pamoja na manabii wote wazi wote kabisa walikuwa wameitazamiana kuilenga siku hii. They had focused on this day. Walikuwa wameilenga kabisa siku hii. Even heaven had focused on this day. Hata mbingu ilikuwa imetazamia siku hii. As the day of deliverance. Kama siku ya ukombozi. To mankind ordained to the earth. Kwa wanadamu siku iliyotiwa wakfu kwa ajili ya dunia. And then now. Halafu sasa. When he is coming. Anapokuja. Then he realizes there is resistance from the Pharisees. Anatambua kwamba kunako kukataliwa kutokana na wale wa Farisayo. And so we saw that the weeping was because the Lord was saying, "Oh, he has seen the judgment that will happen to them for failing to know the day of God's coming to them." Hivyo basi tuliona kwamba kule kulia ilikuwa ya kwamba, "Oh, Bwana alikuwa ameona ile hukumu ambayo inawajia kwa kukosa kutambua." Okay, I don't have much time today for Swahili because really really we have not even begun a very long sermon, maybe 5 hour. Yeah. So again, he says he, 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 had, he could see the city and could see the judgment that will befall the Salem of Melchizedek because she has failed to recognize Melchizedek is coming to her. Alisema kwamba angeweza kuona mji huo na aliweza alikuwa ameiona ile hukumu ambayo itaikujia Salemu ya Melchizedek kwa sababu ya kukosa kutambua Melchizedek akija kwao. The Moria of Abraham Maria Abrahamo The Zion of David Sayuni ya Daudi could not recognize the king of Zion Haikuweza kumtambua mfalme wa Sayuni And so he wept Kwa hivyo alilia Because he saw that it would be destroyed Kwa sababu aliona ya kwamba itaangamizwa For failing to recognize the king of glory the Jewish Messiah coming to Jerusalem the king of Jerusalem Kwa kukosa kumtambua mfalme wa utukufu mfalme wa Sayuni akija Yerusalem the king of jerusalem and we saw in that way the lord was speaking about the judgment of god that would come to all the unbelieving including this age na tuliona katika njia hiyo ya kwamba bwana alikuwa anazungumza kuhusiana na hukumu ya mungu ambayo itawajia wote wasioamini kuhusisha hata kizazi hiki that the lord spoke about that judgment that would come even at the second coming when he would come to purge the world of rebellion of the unbelieving. Ya kwamba Bwana alizungumza kuhusiana na hukumu ambayo itakuja hata kule kuja kwa pili ambapo atakuja kuharibu kabisa na kuangamiza uasi. And we finish by seeing. Na tulimaliza kwa kuona. We saw a part in the book of John chapter 12. Tuliona sehemu katika kitabu cha Yohana 12. Turn with me there. Geuka pamoja nami pale. John chapter 12. Kitabu cha Yohana 12. We saw the last part. Tuliona sehemu ya mwisho. The, the the belief and the unbelief among the Jews Kule, verse 37 mstari wa 37 kuto wayahudi wanaendelea kutoamini and he says here na anasema hapa even after jesus had performed so many signs in their presence ha? they still would not believe in him 
hata baada ya Yesu kufanya miujiza hii yote mbele yao bado hawakumwamini verse 38 mstari wa 38 this was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet hii ilikuwa ili kutimiza lile neno la nabii Isaiah Isaiah the prophet nabii Isaiah Lord who has believed our message Bwana ni nani aliyesadiki ujumbe wetu? Maneno ya Isaya. And whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Na mkono wa Bwana umefunuliwa nani? And he goes on to say 39. Naye anaendelea kusema 39. For this reason they could not believe because as Isaiah says elsewhere. Kwa, kwa hivyo hawakuamini kwa sababu Isaya anasema mahali pengine. He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts amewafanya vipofu na kuifanya mioyo yao kuwa migumu so they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts ili wasiweze kuona kwa macho yao wala kuelewa kwa mioyo yao no turn and i would heal them wasije wakageuka nami nikawaponya isaiah says this because he saw the glory of jesus and spoke about him isaiah alisema haya alipoona utukufu wa yesu na kunena habari zake yet at the same time many even among the leaders believed in him lakini wakati huo huo wengi kabisa miongoni mwa viongozi wa wayahudi walimwamini but because the pharisees because of the pharisees they would not openly acknowledge their faith for they fear that they would be put out of their synagogues lakini kwa sababu ya mafarisayo hawakukiri waziwazi kwa maana waliogopa kufukuzwa katika masinagogi for they loved human praise more than the praise of god kwa maana wao walipenda sifa za wanadamu kuliko sifa zitokazo kwa mungu then jesus cried out ndipo yesu akapaza sauti whoever believes in me does not believe in me only but in the one who sent me yeyote aniaminiye mimi haniamini mimi peke yangu tu bali yeye alienituma the one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me yeyote anionaye mimi amemuona yeye alienituma i have come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness mimi nimekuja kama nuru ulimwenguni ili kwamba kila mtu aniamini asibaki gizani. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them. Kama mtio yote akisikia maneno yangu na asiyatii. I do not judge that person. Mimi sitamhukumu mtu huyo. For I did not come to judge the world. Kwa maana sikuja kuhukumu ulimwengu. But to save the world. Bali kuuokoa ulimwengu. There is a judge for the one who rejects me. Yuko amhukumuye yeye anikataye mimi. There is a judge for the, for the one who rejects me. Kunae hakimu kwa yule yeyote anikataye mimi. And does not accept my words. Naye hakubali maneno yangu. The, the very words I have spoken will condemn them. Yale maneno niliyosema yenyewe yatamhukumu mtu huyo. At the last day. Siku ya mwisho. For I did not speak on my own. Kwa maana sisemi kwa ajili yangu mwenyewe. But the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. Bali baba alienituma aliniamuru ni nini cha kusema na jinsi ya kusema. I know that his command leads to eternal life. Nami ninajua amri zake huongoza hadi kwenye uzima wa milele. So whatever I say is just that what the father has told me to say. Hivyo lolote Again whatever I say again so whatever I say is just exactly what the father has told me to say. Hivyo lolote nisemalo ndilo lile baba alaniambia niseme. And then down there. Halafu pale chini. You saw what Jesus told them. Muliona kila ambacho Yesu aliwaambia. He says that when he is lifted up. 
Alisemea kwamba atakapoinuliwa juu. He would draw, talk about the kind of death he would die on the cross. This A- was the last week, the Passover week. Akizungumza ni kifo cha namna gani atakufa msalabani hii ilikuwa siku ya mwisho siku ya Pasaka. Mstari wa 30 alafu nitawatilia katika mutasiri kama utangulizi usiku wote. Jesus said the, the, this voice was for your benefit not for me. Yesu akasema ya kwamba sauti hii imesikika kwa faida yenu wala si faida yangu. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Sasa ni saa ya hukumu kwa ajili ya ulimwengu huu. And now the prince of this world will be driven out. Sasa mkuu wa ulimwengu huu atatupwa nje. And I even I when I'm lifted up I will draw all men with him with me into the kingdom of glory. He said lakini mimi nikinuliwa kutoka katika nchi nitawavuta watu wote waje kwangu katika ufalme wa utukufu. So while Jerusalem and Israel may have dally dealing may have refused to believe him for one reason or the other. Hivi basi wakati ambapo Yerusalemu huenda walikawia ama kuchelewa chelewa hivi kukataa kumpokea katika Why they may have argued with him. Pengine wao walijibishana nao. But at the end now comes judgment. Lakini sasa hatimaye inakuja hukumu. So there was consequence in every action. Hivyo basi kulikuepo na matokeo madhara yake katika kila tendo. Because then he says the fact that he goes to the cross. Kwa sababu anasemea kwamba kwa sababu anaenda msalabani. Now it is the cross that will judge them. Sasa ni msalaba ambao utawahukumu. It is by the cross that all mankind must now be judged. Ni kwa msalaba sasa ya kwamba watu wote ni lazima watahukumiwa. Based on whether you accepted the cross or rejected the cross. Kuzingatia kama ulikubali Even right now in the church. The two congregations that are in the church now. One church that is walking in holiness and righteousness is the one that has accepted the cross. And the one that has not accepted the cross is the foolish virgins that will not enter. So this was so powerful that's how we finished on Wednesday. And I'm taking my time that everybody may be completely rooted in the word so that now you anchor it to the vision and understand what the Lord is saying to the church that enters the rapture. And so he says here. Very clearly. That because he's going to the cross. Now this world stands judged. And because he goes to the cross. The inhabitants of the world that have rejected him are going to be judged. And so rejecting Jesus even in this age will attract the judgment of God. You may reject him now. But remember the Bible says. That the time is coming. When every knee must and every tongue must confess so either now or later you will be judged and so he says now because he went to the cross now this world stands judged meaning it is the cross that will judge the world and number two that the inhabitants of the world stand judged based on the cross and then the, the uh, 
the third one that the devil himself will be driven out. And that time is talking about the mega judgment that will take place in Revelation chapter 19, chapter 20-21 when the enemy is driven out. That's a very big portion that we're going to cover as part of this John chapter 12. At the second coming of the Messiah. When he comes to purge rebellion from the earth. That is post great tribulation. That does not was the end of the great tribulation actually. Hallelujah. And the second coming. Not the rapture but the second coming of the Christ of the Messiah. And he says, because of that also he says he has shortened the time of light. He said, walk in the light before it goes. Just in a little while you still have the light. After that, no more light. The dispensation of the grace, he shortened it based on that. Then he also now pronounced the dispensation of the tribulation and the great tribulation. So there is so much prophecy spoken there. But most importantly is the fact that there is consequence for rejecting Jesus. That sin will be judged Rebellion must be judged. So that is what we were looking at. That's what we saw on Wednesday. But today I want us slowly by slowly now to come on board.